Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. definition of irony and it is a bdsm social munch at a chick-fil-a yeah is that really ironic though it yeah is it so let me guess well i don't know with the handmaid's tale they would see they seem to definitely dig submissive women so you know but it's all dudes that's coming to the munch well there you go a whole is bunch the, of I, chi- wannabe doms. Is the chicken? No, it's it's, it's actually chicken. at Chick Fil A. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. But yeah. I'm saying it's like the only chick that's coming actually Chick Fil A. <gasps> the chick. Oh, Chick Fil A. Fil A. Yeah. Where else better to hide in plain sight? Honestly, <laughs> you know. So I used to coordinate the munches for this particular group okay and uh you know people are fickle they're you know you don't want it at a shoney's Mm -hmm. but you know you don't want it at the most expensive place either because people will bitch about that they'll bitch about anything it doesn't matter but to have it at a chick-fil-a i just it are we are we gonna start me happy does it yeah a little piece of me yeah it gets happy i could see having a littles munch at a chick-fil-a oh my god with the play place yeah yeah. Which is closed. You can't get into it. No, McDonald's opened their play place back up, though. Did they? Yeah. Which McDonald's? The Broadway? I don't know. I feel like it's lawless on Broadway, so that makes sense, right? It does. Everything, yeah. <laughs> it's like I would not over there. let my granddaughter uh, go to the play place on the Broadway uh, McDonald's. <laughs> Could you imagine? No. <laughs> That's like going to the bathroom at Pilot Light. oh yeah it's scary (laughs) i have one better for you i have i've had to get dressed for burlesque at the pilot light yeah yeah in the back no mirror no mirror the floor is disgusting and i'm a new burlesque dancer too so i'm taking like every gig that's thrown at me yeah yeah yeah. you know not even thinking about Ooh, i get to be on stage in front of three people yay (laughs) and yeah uh, gross gross yeah. hi welcome to gabin girl time <laughs> yeah. it is november 1st 2022 yes. my birthday month it is yes i will be accepting all gifts yeah put out your venmo and i did i nobody's hit yet so you i'm hoping they'll hit it. on my birthday say it now oh it's a uh, cash app it's bvb colin Boutet. Yes. And then a uh, Venmo is a BVB underscore. Is that what you, is that the, the little under, yeah, yeah. underline? The, the under, the yeah. Yeah. Little, mm, yeah. Uh, yes. Colin Boutte. C O L I N B U T T L E. So, Boutte juice. <laughs> I'm supposed to remember that. 
We'll have to remember that for later. Okay. Okay. That's going to be my new uh, healing elixir. <laughs> Boutage, you say. <laughs> and it's going to be nothing but like uh, apple cider vinegar. So it's uh, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Because you need that in your life. You do. Do you do apple cider vinegar yes. every day? Do you? Not every day. I drink kombucha. Does that count? Yeah, I love kombucha. kombucha is yeah. Any fermented, you need to just eat fermented things. Mm, sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. I love all that. Inside of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Get all that good stuff. You want to introduce our guest? Oh my yeah. gosh, I'm so excited that she's here. She runs a comedy open mic with Tiny Stage Comedy at Corner Lounge on Tuesdays. I want to say it's the third you Tuesday. You could be a little louder. Is it the third I like, Tuesday? I like how it changed, though. I know. Like, I got it is very sexy. Yeah. because yeah, I we do all talk like this? Yes, we should. Okay. Delilah. You know? Did you not? <laughs> like, trying to have a radio voice. We need some... She's got a lot of followers, so they'll love you. they love her. We're going to delve into what she's about and Who I'm excited. Who the fuck is she? No, we're gonna extend this. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna draw it out because she's pretty sensational and she deserves more than just a little blip. She's a very cool person to know and if you get to be in her orbit, you're a lucky person. Oh, shit. And it is Brandy Augustus. Hey. You're all yes. this. You have a podcast as well. She has so much. She has to tell you everything because her bio is pretty long. It's impressive. You can. Yeah, I want to hear it. Are you on Linktree? I'm on Linktree. I do have a Linktree. Where it has it's, all your stuff on there? Yep, it does. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Brandy Augustus. Um, but yeah, so first of all, but I'm Brandy Augustus. Uh, Brandy with an I. Uh, they used to say in high school, Brandy with an I. Why? I don't know why. I hated <laughs> that shit. Like, yeah, just leave me alone. There was no reason to do that. Is but. that from a song? <laughs> no, they made that shit. Up. Oh, just make it. And, and, oh, yeah, we were just weird. You know, whatever. So, but yeah, I um, I have a podcast. Um, I am two episodes in. I am four episodes behind because. <laughs> That's how I operate sometimes. Um, I got new equipment. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, so it, it's just that. Uh, I am also an organizer here in Knoxville. Um, I'm one of the co-founders of Knoxville's Black Mamas Bailout, um, where we bailed out black women and caregivers, uh, specifically in 2020. Um, or well, we got started around 2018, 2019, and then in 2020 we became the community fund when all the uprisings happened. So we made sure that our, our people was safe when they went out there and protested. Yes. Uh, but like all during that time, like I don't know, I'm just a vibe, and people always want me around. So I've been hosting things around town like throughout the years, and I had decided after hosting Po Boys and Poets a couple of times with my friend Black Atticus, I was like, I want to do comedy. I was like, but I, I want to use this stage to practice my comedy. So I actually got started doing comedy at Poe Boys and Poets. Um, That's well, so cool. In between poets, you know. Um, so yeah, I've been a, a, been doing comedy for about four, going on five years now. Um, and it, you know they say once you get into your ten year that's really when you find yeah. your shit and you start going so I'm like I'm halfway there and I think I'm doing pretty decent yeah you're you know? doing really well yeah so 
yeah i do comedy i am also um a mother i have children like i raise people like and they're still alive i'm like surprised every fucking uh, you're you're among some of the best mothers in this room Come on now. And grandmothers. Yes. yes. I just found out that my youngest son has a girlfriend. And I when we were driving back from the doctor today and I was like, So I how old? How old before you. My oldest is seventeen and yeah. my youngest is thirteen. He's in the eighth grade, but his girlfriend is fourteen. Oh, yeah, like that's I have a conversation mm, with you her. do. Yeah. yeah you you know. definitely do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Cause she may be younger acting yeah know. she had a lace front though i don't even got a lace oh front. yeah no you know, yeah. it's different like you can install a lace front like you you a little bit more mature than mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's that's we know what was gonna happen the hope was the first one yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah 14 14's a rough it's rough so yeah tough. that's when i started to so 14. yeah definitely have that conversation yeah, and i've had it with him and i'm like you know like i'm i'm not a uh abstinence type of a parent i just mm-hmm. don't believe that that's um feasible and it's not realistic honestly yes. so i'm like we're but we we talk about safety and we talk mm-hmm. about repercussions <laughs> i'm like understand you are my baby i'm not raising no more children so if something were to happen y'all gonna have to figure it out like yes bring the baby i'm not i'm not babysitting right i'm over that like i just got to the point where i ain't got to get you a babysitter (laughs) right yeah you've got a little living to do you've done your job due diligence if you have a child oh we can't get into that oh my My oldest son i ain't gotta worry about that he asexual as hell so i'm like yes that's nice too (laughs) when did you um shit consequences well consequences are a big thing that's a cool you're a good parent brandy i I try and be i try and be a better mom than was like demonstrated to me yeah we're supposed to learn from that if uh the other one's involved the parents yeah fathers no i just made a post about my youngest son's dad today too because i took him to the doctor and like i stay in a short king people think because i'm like 510 or whatever like i only date like been six foot no what's real (laughs) is i like who like me right (laughs) usually he's short king so (laughs) um but my youngest we went to the doctor he grew five inches since april and I immediately, I'm like, oh, you're going to be able to palm your daddy head. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> his dad's 5'6". And I was like, you're 13 and 5'6". And I was like, by the time you turn 18, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, good grief. We're dealing with that as well. Just, I don't know what it is. That, Hormones. That, that men just don't want to hang out with their children and get yeah. to know their kids oh, fuck them. i'm so happy i was telling one of my friends about it because she she's doing it is a double-edged sword thing, yeah and like going through hell trying to co-parent their toddler ah oh no i have not 
I thought that I was struggling. I thought it was going to be super hard for me, but then I really, like, I see what other people are going through when they got a co-parent. I see what my sister's going through with her ex-husband or whatever, and I'm like, I'm glad that my children's uh, fathers was like, all right, well, we did our job. You know, because ain't nobody, like, my oldest son, my oldest son is trans. Yeah. Imagine having, like, a, a man's man in a house while, like, your baby is transitioning or whatever, and they're not respected pronouns. One of the reasons reasons why like it's I don't think that he did it on purpose but I was married and before me and my ex-husband got divorced like my um oldest son that he started to transition he was uh non-binary mm-hmm. so he had switched to they them pronouns and he just couldn't get it and it wasn't like he was refusing to do it it just felt like you know he wasn't um making it a priority to remember that yeah yeah you know yeah and I, I ain't like that. Make it a priority. Why isn't it a priority for you? Like, well, it's, it's your, it's yes. your blood. It's your flesh yeah. and blood. That's what I just don't understand. Even when it's not your blood, well, it wasn't I mean, his blood. You, like my, you, my ex-husband. You need to at least, oh, you need to at least try mm-hmm. and respect it. I feel like he figure out a way, even if it's like you know the. But it wasn't like he was like this is wrong or whatever. It was just more so like. Yeah, she, 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 like, they, they. Or just say the name. Yeah. Just say, Morgan. Yeah. It's easy. Well, heck, everybody's been an adjective for me forever. You know, yeah. I have a, I've called me baby, honey. Yeah. How you do? You know, those, those are the, the older, other, yeah, the more, and the uh, pronouns. The more southern woman, you know, the more that you're in the yes. south, the more you just go, the, everybody's just baby, honey. Yes. Yeah. Sweetheart. Yeah. Sweetie. Yes. Love. Babe. My, my new thing is everybody's babe. 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 Mine is friend. Yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's a good everybody's one too. A fr- everybody's friend. Hey, friend, yeah. I do that a lot too. Hey, yeah. friend, what's yeah. up? Can How you tell you? me a little more about um, the your child and the and the transition and where where were you? in this and how are you feeling about everything because like it can be hard on a parent as well for me i think the hardest part was just not knowing um i wasn't raised in a house that was really like queer affirming like i rejected my sexuality for until i got married honestly because my mother would like she would call me a dyke just like I'm built like a linebacker or whatever I like the fact that y'all face was like bitch (laughs) (laughs) but my mother like yeah she would always question my sexuality or whatever and but when I was in high school I I had such low self-esteem like I wasn't really into anybody or whatever because I just felt like my sister looked like Tyra Banks and everybody said that growing up and this was like right when top model older or younger older 14 months older okay so she was the pretty so one. So you're in that shower sh- shadow. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck everybody. I don't want to like do nothing with it. Plus y'all dirty. Like I, was, like, I always <laughs> just thought like Cincinnati boys was dirty. No shade to Cincinnati men. <laughs> Kinda. A little bit. Because <laughs> little dirty boys grow up to be little dirty men. So you're um, from Ohio? I, I was raised in Cincinnati. Oh, wow. Um, I was born in Plainfield, New Jersey. But like my mother, like she never... I would hear stories about my mom being like queer or whatever, but it was nothing that she was ever like open about um, until we got older. She would like joke about like hooking up with such and such or whatever. I'm like, damn, you was like getting it in. Getting so when it she in. was calling you a dyke, that was actually 
projection. Projection, yeah, 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 yeah mm. for sure. So, like when, um, to be one hundred percent honest, when I was pregnant with Morgan, I knew I was having a little boy. My sister was pregnant at the same time. We were four months apart. She was four months ahead of me. And when she found out that she was having a girl, like I had just found out that I was pregnant and I was like, oh, and I know I'm having a boy. I got to have, like, I feel it. I feel that I'm having a boy. And then this little motherfucker come out with a coochie. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like ah! <laughs> but we, did we you did switch the- my baby? <laughs> what happened to my baby? <laughs> No, no. I carried low, real low. <laughs> no. But we all start out as female and maybe things did not develop, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but like Morgan was never into because like I never projected anything onto him. Like he came out, we did the gender games, like, you know, pinks and bows and all that shit and dolls. He hate dolls. He hate dresses. And everybody like, oh, Morgan gonna be a tomboy. All right, cool. If that's what y'all say, mm-hmm. like that is. But I, I just feel like, like this is legit Morgan's personality. This is who Morgan's always gonna right. be because a lot of people's like it's a phase, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started working at Highlander Center, and Highlander is a social justice organization. Been around since 1932. We just celebrated our 90th anniversary um, at the top of October. So it was the first place like we had a children's justice camp, and my kids were a part of the camp because I worked there. And that was the first place that we were introduced to the binary. That was mm-hmm. the first place that the language was given to us about gender nonconforming. And it was given to my children. Um, and we we're talking about it. And Morgan came up to me after camp and was like, oh, I'm definitely non-binary. And I was like, word. Okay. I could see that. Like, you know, that it wasn't a... It wasn't a oh my god. Yeah, it wasn't a type surprise. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was like Have you ever seen the video of the um girl who said she came out the closet or whatever and her like mama is there and like she's standing at the closet and she was like, Yeah, like we knew that you was in the closet. Yes. We just you ain't know that you was in the closet. So every now and then we'll knock on the door like <laughs> You, you ready? Out? Like, <laughs> no? All right. <laughs> you know, yes. come back and come. So, um, but I would never do that with Morgan because I didn't like how my mama made me feel. Yeah. How mm-hmm. my mama kept saying, like, are you gay? Are you a dyke? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, so, she didn't let you tell her. She no, was telling you. She was telling me. That's, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. My Sarah mama. said the same about me. Like, it surprised her that I knew. And I was like, well, you know, you're my, I, I live with you and you're my <laughs> flesh and blood. I'm, I know you, you yeah, know, I know and you. So and I, I care to know you. Yes. You know? And yeah. mothers usually know, you know, yeah. their children. I think she was do. very surprised that I had no problem with it. I think she wanted me to be a little more um, like where it could be a little more rebellious for her. Yeah. I think she was a little disappointed that I was cool with it <laughs> you know like i think she wanted, she wanted me to, to push yeah i think she did a little bit because you know I, she likes that uh, drama to have the story she loves yeah. the drama <laughs> right so yeah morgan's story is i was gonna be like yeah my mom always supported me like yeah yeah so, um, that's really boring. I tell a joke about like more. It's actually my closer because it's one of my favorite stories, and be, uh, people just don't talk about stuff like this. It's so like, good. Yeah. So <laughs> like uh, I talk about like you know Morgan being um, non-binary, and it was like their therapist. They. Had, 
because what happened was um, he was having um, suicidal ideations and I didn't know how to like what to do with that so I'm like let's get into therapy like I was in therapy like you like the whole family needs to be in therapy we've been through a lot of shit um so after a couple of years of being in therapy his therapist sat me down and was just like you know Morgan actually doesn't you you know is gender not conforming or whatever and it was just like and that's when Highlander helped us with the language especially with my youngest son like this isn't my sister this is my sibling and for my sister my it was like okay this is no longer your niece this is your nibbling you know nice and yeah. yeah so it was like just simple stuff like that was like really edifying um but after you know we did the gender non-conforming stuff for a while maybe like a year and a half um they sat me back down and it was just like so morgan is actually more trans masculine identifying now in a joke I say because the doctor was like, you know, Morgan needs gender affirming equipment, you know, their gender affirming clothing, you know, right. because yeah. that's, that's how we do what we do with like, you know, teens, like young kids and teenagers or whatever. Um, so I was like, oh, OK, cool. Gender affirming equipment. So I went to Lowe's and got a tool belt and a drill. You know, because <laughs> how else do you affirm male gender but trying to help them build some shit, you know? <laughs> like, that didn't actually happen, but that's a part of the joke. Um, but I did, man. <laughs> what we did get was binders. The first thing was a binder. And, you know, it's just to hold the titties down. And what's mm-hmm. real is my titties look like empty IV bags and I'm not Mine too. <laughs> man I'm not a big fan of these bitches so I'm like I understand <laughs> not really wanting your titties at the forefront so we went ahead and got them a binder and then we got them a packer I didn't know what the fuck a packer was though <laughs> <laughs> and I clicked the link and it was just dicks and I'm like it was like big dicks, little dicks, purple dicks, clear dicks. Like, and then I think the thing that fucked me up the most was the fact that it was like, what do you carry your dick in? <laughs> like, what, yeah. what do you put your dick in? I put mine in an in a in an ipsy bag. Yeah, she yeah. has a she has a packer. <laughs> Well, now I'm talking about the wear to be like. Oh, you know, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, do you put it up? Do you put it down? You Wait know? a minute. No, just yeah. in general, like the the like what like the harness or whatever you use. There were two options. That yeah. I saw. There was underwear, and then there was the the strap, like you know the harness that you step into booty cheeks out or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that's for sex. like for sure that one is for sex but I asked Morgan I said well which one do you want he's like that one of course you do (laughs) 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 so we we got him that or whatever I just use the underwear I mean I don't yeah I don't don't, I'm wearing it for five seconds but I could see where they would want something to more realistic right. yeah yeah, yeah. and they have yeah. to adjust it around and everything i it's mean it a is lot. a lot it's a lot <laughs> how are you i'm i feel supported um i feel supported in my community i don't think that this is something that we could have done in cincinnati i don't think that this is something that we could have done because when we first moved here we were really heavy in the church i'm like, really uh. heavy in the church like 
And I don't see that being the thing. Like Morgan transition started to transition right after I left the church. And I don't think it was a coincidence. Yeah. Can you take us back to that a little bit? Like, so you're, is your child struggling? Then can you see the signs at church? Oh, I mean, everywhere. Uh, What made you leave? Uh, well, it wasn't. It, Morgan actually had nothing to do with us leaving yeah. the church. I was married, found out that my husband was doing coke, and like I was paying all the bills or whatever. I didn't know for like a year. I didn't understand why like he wasn't paying his portion of the bills. Why like electricity's getting cut off, and mm-hmm. now I gotta pay that or whatever. Like, bro, what's going on or whatever? And he like, and my dumb ass just want to be in love and shit. It was like, okay, well, baby, I got us or whatever. And I did that shit for a long time. When does your and Lifetime movie come out? Right, yes. <laughs> I can't wait. Lizzo's playing me. Yeah. You- <laughs> Shit. Um, I want her to play me too. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Um, we there was a series of events that happened, and um, the first thing that I noticed was he wasn't. He got me smoking weed heavy. I was not at, like I wasn't buying weed for myself before I got with him. And we were smoking like maybe two or three bowls a day. And then it got to the point where like I was smoking two or three bowls a day or whatever. Um, And but he was a musician. He worked full time. So he wasn't really at home often. And then when he was home, he was sleeping till like he had to go to work at like two or three o'clock or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we weren't spending a lot of time together and it got worse and worse like that. Um, But he stopped buying weed. Like, so, like, I had went, like, he would buy less and less weed each time. So, one day I went to his car to see if he kept, because he has a, a, had a little, like, container that he mm-hmm. kept it in, but he stopped bringing it in the house. And so, I went to the car, to, to his car, to see if it was in there or whatever, and I saw, I opened it up, there was no weed, but there was, like, four empty baggies, not weed baggies, much smaller than weed baggies. And I'm like, I have an idea, I have an inkling, but I'm not a bitch to jump to conclusions. Closed it up, went to work, went about my day. The next day, he was picking up more weed. So that morning, the following morning, I went back and opened it again. And sure enough, it's fucking Coke in there. And I just went back in the house and I I just asked him. I woke him up and I said, how long you been doing Coke? And he like woke up and he was like, what? And I was like, how long have you been doing Coke? And he was like, I don't, I don't know. We went through this whole thing. I, I still don't feel like he was being honest with me. He told me six months, but looking back, it was much like before, like the six months or whatever. So we went through that. We got into counseling, went to a counselor that was not a part of the church. He and I told him, I said, you, you have to get in therapy. I've been in therapy for a long time you got to get in therapy and start working this shit out because it's not safe for me to be in this relationship with you and I don't trust you right now. Um, mm-hmm. Because he kept saying, like, instead of just saying, I like doing coke. Um, I have anxiety. Um, it's hard for me to go to work because he worked at Apple at the time. It's hard for me to go to work and be around all these people or whatever. And it, like, you know, it just kind of sets me up. And I'm coke gonna... helps with that? He talked just, to me like, I was, like but the issue was the reason because I was like why wouldn't you tell me about it he said because I know how you felt about it because the only time that I ever went to jail 
was when my mama jumped on me in Cincinnati when she was high on coke. <sighs> so I'm like, so you lie to me about it? You you keep it from me. And I'm like, so you think that this is supposed to make me feel better finding out like this? Because like, where are you just thought that you were like so cool that you could keep it from me or whatever, but whatever. So we go to, they, he, I get invited to one of his therapy sessions. Fuck you. I, I can't remember your name. <laughs> Mr. Count, Mr. Christian Church Councilman, but it's fuck you to this day. <laughs> we went in there and we were talking about like where the disconnect was coming in in our relationships because I was telling like why I stopped going to so church. So this is somebody from the church. Somebody from or, a yeah, church. Okay. Yeah, it was some okay. Christian counseling service or whatever that was recommended by okay. the church that I had left because now I like maybe a month before we got into therapy I left the church because it was extractive as fuck I was one of the few like millennials that was still in the church that was serving in the church but I was doing um the children's ministry two Sundays a month I was doing the um audio visual three Sundays a month it's only four Sundays in a month so that means I was pulling double duty sometimes then they wanted me to plan a harvest fest the second year that I was at the church put by myself plan our whole harvest fest then they wanted me to sing in a choir then they wanted to make sure that I was coming to bible study or whatever and I'm like my marriage is mm-hmm. on the rocks right now and I can't even get y'all to have a conversation with us y'all referred us to some Christian counselor it's free labor and I stopped going. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, you're yeah. not going to do this to me. So I stopped going to that church. And I was telling the, the counselor, like, this is why I don't go to church. And I was like, but I'm still in the word or whatever. And one of the things that the pastor had told us before I had left the church, when I had first brought it up or whatever, is that we need to be in a Bible together. We need to do devotionals together. And I would get up every morning and I would do devotionals. And he would so I'm telling the counselor that and he goes well I can't do devotionals because I don't feel like I'm close enough to the Lord and I say well devotionals is how I felt like I was strengthening that connection with the Lord and this motherfucker took off his glasses and threw them on the ground and started stomping his feet well everybody's not you Brandy the counselor kind of draws back in his seat a little bit like you know like he was scared or whatever things cool down like we kind of like just like the moment passed like maybe two minutes passed Mm -hmm. he doesn't have a job at this point this is a big part of that he was um in between jobs so he broke his glasses can't see without his fucking glasses he ain't got insurance you know so i'm Mm -hmm. looking at the glasses on the ground and then the counselor looks at me and he goes brandy john said that you might have some unresolved anger issues from your past that might be showing up or manifesting in the marriage and he thinks that this is one of the reasons that there's a disconnect between y'all and i said so we all just gonna ignore what just happened you should see my face right now (laughs) he literally witnessed a temper tantrum yeah and you're probably calm as fuck blame brandy for it. it yeah but you've it's your fault you've done this to him you've made him this way he did the same thing in front of his the pastor we brought the pastor and his wife over because i was like i'm not going back to that fucking counselor because no you're not gonna get right. me 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, we can talk to pastor, have pastor can and pastor's wife come over or whatever. And he did the same thing in front of them. He didn't break his glasses, but he threw a tantrum, temper tantrum. What I realized was he was detoxing. Mm-hmm. Don't treat me like that. I don't give a fuck what you're going through. I ain't never. Nah. So, but he threw the tantrum or whatever. And pastor got up and he was like, look, Brandy, he was like, I see what you're going through. But it's not a lot that I can help you with because he is dealing with some demons that's bigger than the both of us. So you just need to pray for him. And that is when I mm-hmm. said, fuck the church mm-hmm. it, as a whole. Just pray for him. <laughs> Let yeah. him continue this behavioral yeah. deal. I'm like, this yeah. is not Christianity's it, not for me. <laughs> well, that's my, it sounds like the same thing with my ex husband. And they just elevated him further and further. That, you know, he was a bodybuilder, so he'd look good. Kids, you know, he attracted young men to church, you know, got to get those numbers. Women like to see him, whatever. And damn, I'm glad I got all my, uh, church deconstruction out of the way i had to go to church when i was little so you know by the time i turned 18 by really really before then but i went looking for acceptance Mm -hmm. my mama ain't really fuck with me like from the time when i was like five when we moved to cincinnati it was shortly thereafter my mama stopped fucking with me because i called her boyfriend out for touching us from touching me molesting me and my sister or whatever and like my mom was like well he does it again let me know or whatever but like our our shit was like fucked up like oh from God. that moment i'm choosing violence you, i am no. i am so yes yes oh listen yeah yeah that's that's the difference my it's a good thing because they would have been dead i mean i might have been in the pen you might not have had a better life <laughs> but you wouldn't but you would have known I felt protected you would have known that yeah. you not on my watch yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like it would not be good my mom had a lot of demons she was dealing with she yeah and you don't know yeah. everybody does and though yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she used to say like as long as like you know there's a, a roof over my head and food in my yeah you should be grateful and mm-hmm. it could have happened to her too you and don't know did. what her cycle is said. no so, that's what she said she was like um i'm fine no things. big deal you know it's it every it happens to everybody so you know and i'm yeah, like, yeah it doesn't happen to it's everybody not, it's, no but and like, it shouldn't i pay attention to school mm-hmm. they always say that this is good touch bad touch this is bad touch mm-hmm. so you can't tell me that you know it, it happens to everybody and it, i'm just supposed to be okay with it because i know how it makes me feel and i remember what your reaction was when i told you and you know it's wrong mm-hmm. so yeah what are we gonna do as a society because this shit's been going on since the beginning of fucking time and i know what you would want to do i know what i would want to do what are we gonna do as women understand my conundrum as an abolitionist Mm-hmm. I'm a yep. fucking abolitionist because you believe in forgiveness. I, I mean, do. people fuck up and they need to be well, able to I, write it. I I don't believe in punitive. Do you want to explain shit. to our listeners kind of yeah. what that is? For sure. So yes. I am 
An abolitionist is someone who does not believe that the prison industrial complex is helpful and it's actually more harmful. It's going to do more harm than it'll ever do good. Why? Because it is working exactly the way that it was intended to. And you cannot reform that. You cannot. Mm-hmm. You, it's doing what it's supposed to do. Um, so it was created to keep black and brown people in prison it is the only form of slavery that still exists today and mm-hmm. is on the ballot for this current election season um but i believe that and we, you're not able to vote you're not mm-hmm. which is a more important yes, if you're a felon thing mm-hmm. if you have a felony one of yes. the ways that we mm-hmm. deconstruct the prison industrial complex from the outside in is first by changing our language people are not criminals they have people who have committed crimes people mm-hmm. are not felons they are people who have felonies mm-hmm. you know always be people first because nobody mm-hmm. nobody should be held like for their entire life or have their entire life dictated by one mistake that they made mm-hmm. Because when we think about things like specifically with black and brown men, they are arrested for shit that white men get Mm -hmm. taps on the slaps on the wrist for. Or Asian, anyone. Well, look at the weed industry. I mean, Mm -hmm. you've uh, who the fuck? What was it? Was it Pelosi's? They they had weed, or somebody had weed somewhere, or somebody did something. No wait, it was a Kardashian. Of course it was. Oh, she bought it was Chris <laughs> Jenner and she bought fifteen hundred dollars worth of uh that's trafficking gum, or, amount or of fifteen thousand dollars worth of THC gummies. Okay. But does she have a store that she was outfitting no, because that's know. trafficking amount. I don't know. Time. I don't know. I don't know. I just read it somewhere or saw TikTok or some and bullshit like nothing. that. And yeah. Oh, I mean it's legal in california mm-hmm. so but you but still have people who are in prison for marijuana for from a charge from 20 30 from the 90s yeah we're talking about years ago yeah mm-hmm. the one of the things that is most frustrating is that the classification that weed is under is in the same class as heroin yeah mm-hmm. yeah fentanyl. yeah if they yes. just fixed the class one yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, if they would change the classification or even just decriminalize Mm -hmm. as well but they're crazy i wonder how oregon's doing because oregon i want to say that it's all decriminalized Mm -hmm. there and how it's legal there i mean you know well not federal obviously if they wanted to come in they could that's yeah. the other thing that's ridiculous but they also have safe use spaces mm-hmm. um for harder drugs mm-hmm. so yeah we should check in on oregon mm-hmm. have they had any do you really live in the, the land of the free if you cannot do what you want to do to your body this is coming in the same land that like black women couldn't even wear their hair in braids up right. until like two years ago like well i guess it was last year we yeah, had still can't in that yeah. nashville that's insanity to me mm-hmm. like i had that you had to pass a law <laughs> to look like the nearest yeah. fucking targaryen you know <laughs> yeah for real i mean it's that's insane to me completely yeah. insane it's the whole world is insane these yes Rah! yeah it's frustrating 
and say so it's a lot so yeah. like imagine my life I had a really hard life growing up you know and then yeah. like this is the world that I'm living in trying to raise like a trans man trying to not be a damn grandmother before I turn 40 yeah. um, who's your support group are you part of a local support group here I, I know I know of a couple uh, I have friends I am blessed to and that, I think that's how one of the ways that my ancestor shows up best for me is the fact that I am blessed to have lots of friend groups of people that not just I feel or I think like you know fuck with me but that I know love me and care for me so I think it's yeah. called rainbow teens if I'm not mistaken we had a yeah. guest uh, Chrissy Betts Chrissy. who is also raising a trans child bear mom mama yeah bear. The mama bear sweet treats she makes okay. the cookies mm-hmm. there and uh i know that i know that knox pride has also a group has a, i think it's the same group though the rainbow teens yeah. group where they can come and hang out you know with yeah like-minded and um mo he tried to do a couple of the groups he tried to do what was that Planned Parenthood there was one that was me in that Planned Parenthood he don't like people I mean that's understandable too and then especially like it's Knoxville um, Mm -hmm. and he's autistic so he's in a lot of like you know minority groups Um, so his people are online all of his people are online. Well, and he's a furry too, isn't he, he? Oh God, he's a fucking furry. <gasps> so the end of the joke is Yay. whenever we go to West Town Mall, I tell him like, okay, you can either take your dick or your tail, but you cannot take both because I don't know how to handle that <laughs> yet. Like, you know, I don't know how to navigate that space. But yeah, he's a furry. He he has hooves. He has ears, tail. He doesn't really have like a, a set animal that he is. Sometimes he does this like demon face thing with his hooves or whatever and then a lot of the times it's the ears more cuddly type shit um yeah he's in the D and all that mm-hmm. shit so stuff that i'm just trying to make sure like i'm just aware of yeah to make sure like you know it's not getting into some like bds and them shit a little too early yeah you know yeah. like because yeah. i don't want him to be taken advantage of he's correct a kid. yes i know? if i were you i would steer him away from that until he's 21 22 yeah because no, they will yes. they there Bunch are a lot yeah. a lot of predators yes, yes. i know much. i grew up you're being you're being Chris nice Hansen. about it i am being like, very nice about it but. i i met my youngest son's dad on yahoo chat in the early 2000s like oh, when so predators you know. was predating yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i think we've all been there the as, chat as a young mm-hmm. uh person mm-hmm. cute submissive female Oh, bitch, I was a catfish. (laughs) (laughs) I was a catfish for the longest portion of my internet chatting career. It wasn't until, like, later um, that I actually, like, um, re-emerged as my actual self. But I was like, my my self-esteem was so low. Like, on the internet, you could be anybody. Yes. Yeah. Anybody. So, yeah, I was everybody. Yeah. Sister. We might have talked. Yeah. We don't know. I don't know. Man. That's wild. But what's funny is probably those the same you've probably got the same people with the same usernames. 
today. Yeah. Oh, as I bet men. I could go on like Plenty of Fish or oh, yeah. remember, and it's the same. Remember people. Collar Me? Yeah, I collar bet me? it's all the same. Did you ever do Collar people. Me? I never did Collar Me, oh. but guess what? I just bought a collar the other day. I'm like, I can't wait to find How a bitch. Exciting. I'm excited. <laughs> I didn't. I don't have anybody specifically, but I'm like, I'm trying to manifest. Yeah, I know people. I've you got could go to Sapphire. Got, I want to do a comedy show at Sapphire. I think I'll you should. Down. And yeah, because you know we should do one. Uh, we'll talk about it off air because yes. he's already called me like there's already drama within there oh. and stuff the bdsm community any kind of community is yes, filled with all drama communities yeah. have drama Look, it's just egos every, egos, egos the comedy community, community. Oh, Lord, oh my I god that even. shit last year <laughs> which with all the everything the, with the, the depot which shit there was so much it was, shit. it was a lot of shit last year it was the shit with the groups Oh God! Yeah, the group messages. Oh my shit. gosh! But okay, so I I ain't gonna get too messy, but like everybody was mad at a specific person for a very specific reason. I was mad at them because they asked me to book a or asked me to host um uh uh like workshop or whatever uh-huh. for youth called Kids Comedy Corner, all spelled with K's. What is wrong with people? And that's why I stopped fucking with them. <laughs> Who did... <laughs> she just got it. But, so. but yes, everybody, every community has their shit. It's always shit. So there's shit in the BDSNF community yeah. here in Knoxville. So we fuck with road bike or nah? I used to go to road bike meetups because it was down the street when I lived in Powell. It was close. Proximity. Was we neighbors? Where'd you I live in Powell. I mean, I'll cut all. I that lived out. where. Um, oh, no, it don't matter now. I moved. I'm a homeowner now. Well, there. I still live there. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, right next to where the new Baskin Robbins Marcos Pizzeria is. There used to be a house there. They moved that house across oh, the street. Oh yeah, on like Old Clint Pike. Yeah, yeah I there. lived um, on the in those apartments. Okay, Bellmead. Yeah. No, before no. Bellmead, it used oh. to be called Sweden Apartments. And then when it got bought, like 2016, 2017, they removed the name. So it was just apartments. It, they just existed. But we were right next to, like, shared a driveway with the yeah. Marcos. Back on the other side. Yeah, you remember yeah. when they was down there, shoot, there was like a shootout, like yes. a car shootout or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, God damn. I thought Do you we were when the, the guy's yeah. house exploded. Um, when he turned on the TV, his he had a gas leak or something like that. Blew him out of the house. Oh my god! From turning on his TV. Yeah, yeah. Did he have one of those like two knob TVs? I, I don't <laughs> like, know. This has been this has been several years walking by ago. Or something. But yeah, yeah. Turn on his TV. Boom. Yeah. Damn. It's crazy. All right. So, Robite. Yes, okay. I used to go. Um, I know them from rope. Okay. Rope's really not my thing. Like, I don't but, like it either. I'm claustrophobic. I realize that. No, I love rope, and I love being like in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's time consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody smokes still long enough to do right. That. I don't, yeah, everybody <laughs> smokes, and I don't. I don't like people being all up on me, and they got like Marlboro menthol red or breath. That like, too. You know, like, yeah. yeah. And. you know a lot of these riggers out here especially the ones of the male persuasion Mm. um 
They're not body positive. They are not. Mm -mm. And it's it's just very toxic. And exactly. And you ain't no I can't think of one that I'm like Okay. No. Okay. I'll tell you yeah. the story. All okay. right. So uh, my daddy and I, we went to this party. We were just like, we're in the honeymoon phase of everything. Like, oh, we love each other and we're going to parties and stuff together. All right. So we had, it was at a private home. We walk in and there's a lot of people um, playing like car games and stuff like that. And my daddy got put off by that because he's like, I thought this was a BDSM party, blah, blah, blah. He didn't know that, you know, you could do all those things. So we go down to the play area and everything. Well, I need to change clothes. Oh, there's a bathroom downstairs in the play area. I get down there. There's cat shit fucking everywhere. No, it's time to go. There is a cat. There's a litter, um, litter scooper sitting on top of the sink there. I'm freaked out. But I'm like, I don't want to disappoint my daddy. I don't want to be that person that's like, you know, oh, I can handle it. I am that person. I totally that person. <laughs> I went out there and I said, I can't go in there. And oh. he, goes, he goes, what are you talking about? And I said, go look. So he went in there and he goes, oh, okay, I see. He goes, do you want to leave? And I said, yes, mm-hmm. I would love to leave. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew that I loved him because oh. he was like, okay, we'll leave. Even though we had paid our money yeah. and we said some kind of excuse to there. But the person's house, the person's still nasty. Yeah, I went still. to one that was kind of the same. And the guy that I went with, I was I was very clear with him. Like, I don't enjoy having sex with you. Cause, <laughs> like, we're both bigger people. Yeah. And you got a little dick. And it's like scissoring logistics. And, and okay, yeah, and I mean, I was just like, it wasn't pleasurable, and I was like, um, but how would you feel if I fucked somebody else or whatever? You know, if we're going, I like, I don't want to fuck you here. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. You know what? I don't understand about that. Okay, so you may have a small member. That's okay. Why don't you learn to do other things, to use your hands, to use your mouth, to use your words, anything, anything, anything. Yes. No. And it still all falls on you. Play my, I, he is the reason I don't like playing with nipples. Cause he always wants me to play. No, I would like to play with his nipples. You put some clamps on there. You ain't got to worry about it. Yeah. Note it. They like it so much man mm-hmm. and you can you know you don't even gotta invest a lot you can use clothespins mm-hmm. you can yeah. make clamps get a lizard yeah <laughs> stick a lizard on into that bitch <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah it's gonna be expensive though don't they yeah. you know, i'm talking about a feral one like oh, they, just, yeah, they, one why. you get out in the I yard always doing that when they find them in the wild that's who you can tell loves the nipple play you'll see their oh. instagram they got their a damn reptile attached to their nipple i got a question and I, maybe y'all know the answer to this and maybe y'all don't well we are wise older women um (laughs) do y'all know how that first interaction went when somebody discovered milk (sighs) probably it was like (laughs) and then no no no. i'm sorry (laughs) cow's milk 
Oh, cow's milk. <laughs> oh, somebody just... It was a dude, probably. It had yeah, to be. It had to be. And like saw the, the calf, like... Getting saw like, you know. saw nipples and already knew what yeah you know because i'm well, sure he was breastfed if they if they survived yeah and if they were still producing and there wasn't a calf to suck on them if he touched them at all they would squirt mm-hmm. so he was playing with cow nipples yeah mm-hmm I'm going to say the white man discovered cow's milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go His ahead name was that. Ernest. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I, was, I think um, each region has their story because then who discovered goat's milk and they had to deal with damn horns and shit. Yeah. I you mean, know? Wow, I mean, that was... Like just putting our whole mouth on it? Oh, we... I, you know, I didn't know. I, Brandy, would I mean, you like if me to do a paper? Yo, I'm your oral fixated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not like sure. I am. You I said think... you said something like you would not be friends with somebody with a name like Bruce Tonsils because you wouldn't want to be friends with somebody who sucks dick. Ooh, and I'm yeah. a little offended because I love dick. I don't know why I do, but I, I do. Either. Have you seen a dick? Several. Yeah, lots of dicks. <laughs> lots. So, <clears throat> <laughs> they never well, like I got a top ten. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, like? How do you feel about flaccid dick? Because like I, I mean, like a it's a hard dick. I I enjoy no, a I mean, hard dick. I flaccid dick. You can't push. What what's the saying? You can't push spaghetti noodle through through needle through the eye of needle. So right. yeah, it, but you know it, it can be entertaining because you know I have sat through I don't know twenty twenty five minutes of penis puppetry where they made <laughs> where they made you know how you people do shadow no, puppets and whatever. <laughs> oh, there's a guy on Fet called Mr. Cocky, and he uh, does his penis and puts like googly eyes on it yeah. and does it in different outfits and yeah, I just think that's hilarious. That's a lot to do with them dicks. My thing is like I just I don't like how flaccid dicks look they look like they are unmotivated and they need like a speech like a pep talk and i'm not a <laughs> and, motivational coach and you're not wrong and yeah or like an iv drip or you know <laughs> electrolytes something you know um it is also they're, they're not really that fulfilling like sex with men is kind of like crab legs like eating crab legs is too much work not enough reward you know <laughs> i just uh, so they don't take care of them like i would much prefer like fucking somebody who brought a backpack full of dicks because you know like some of them probably knew they've been disinfected ran through the dishwasher something like that these motherfuckers take care of their cars better than they take care of their dicks they if their car sprang an oil leak tomorrow the, the gonna thing be right now is um oh. do men wash their ass no not at all and then you got motherfuckers out here i had to ask mine ass I had to ask mine to wash his ass. No, to, oh. I had to. I because you know that's going around TikTok right now that wives are going around asking their husbands. You know, do you just do you let the water run or, or do, do you, you get in do there you and... do you get in there with a washcloth and stuff? And he goes, well, he goes, well, letting the water run is is fine. And I said, is it? He goes, do you? He goes, do you wash your vagina with a washcloth? And I said, 
Yes, <laughs> I do. So it's the last thing that you wash. Yes. <laughs> I mean, your ass is the last thing right. that you wash. But you know what? Yes. Right. But yes. That's what and we're then, discussing. Is them washing wait their a ass? Wait a minute. Specifically for you, <laughs> it's the last thing that you washed, and what's the first thing that you wash? Oh, my upper body. I never wash my face mm-hmm. in the shower. You always wash it like. <clears throat> so you start at the top. Go all but the way down. Ain't you just getting old coochie juice on your neck <clears throat> when you take your next shower? <clears throat> old coochie juice. If it's the last thing that you wash when you're in the shower, yeah. Then the next time you get in the shower, if you don't change your rag out and you start up here, who ain't changing their rag out? Well, you didn't say that. I'm like, <laughs> I, was to I thought it was out. implied that you. <laughs> We, you, you get a what? new washcloth. Some people really? use just, sponges and no. they don't use But was washcloths. honest, like, I don't know too many white people that actually use washcloths in general. Really? So was, oh, man. That, that was a thing, too. They would People said that they didn't wash their legs or anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do you, you not know? wash your legs? Like, it, it's wild to me. But also, like, it, it's hard for me to use bathrooms, like, specifically going number two because I have a bidet now. Mm-hmm. And I just okay so like you go to the bathroom you do a number two or whatever and you wipe it with some toilet paper you you know yeah and then you go on about your business and you think that's fine but if you get some shit on your thumb from wiping your ass you mm. gonna go to the sink and wash it off with soap and water yeah right you wouldn't just wipe it with a paper towel and go on no. about your day so no. why well, you with your ass that's true well we have baby wipes Okay, no, yeah. that's so these yeah. wipes, wet wipes, protect yeah. your septum se- septic system, especially yes. when you get older and you know things things don't yes. work there's, the way that they used a lot, to. And a lot of times, realizing yeah, the wash off with of your Kegels. washcloth, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta get those deep Kegels. Oh, you don't understand. Yeah. I have a friend who's a pelvic floor specialist. She's been on the show. Mm-hmm. Love you, Ginger. Um yeah she's she taught me like the deep deep ones keep keep all that urine inside because oh. oh my god yeah my aunt used to tell me like yeah you think it's all funny now till you can't giggle and i didn't know what the fuck she meant uh, <laughs> yeah. we can't giggle we allowed to giggle no more when we get older. <laughs> we're taking away giggling people try people people do try to take away the giggling you better invest in some poise pads like but what's also real is like i'm not a big fan of panties like so it's like where do i put them i know yeah. i had my pantyless phase too yeah, like know, I wear for like when for I like work out. yeah for like ten to fifteen years. Okay, yeah, I'm right in the middle of it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but now now for those very reasons, oh, you gotta you know, wear panties. You yeah, gotta wear panties. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Keep that stomach in. I mean, just I like panties. <laughs> I like panties. I like, <laughs> I like panties. <laughs> My sister is an avid collector of panties. She okay. collects panties, yeah. yeah, like the really cute ones and stuff like that. But so she doesn't wear them, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or other people's panties, maybe. Who Does knows? She wear them? I don't think. So. I think she has like a sets that she wears, but then just has like ones collectibles. Yeah. yeah, you know, like Beanie Babies. Do you have any? Do you collect shit? <laughs> 
Um, do you know? She does. I do. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen those seasonal fabric birds from Target? <laughs> Hold on. Like the oh, yeah. Cardinals? Oh no. no. They're so great. No. They're oh. they're birds in outfits. It is so white lady. It, and it I is. love it. It sounds very little like I'm, love. I'm waiting it for is. her to do a <laughs> set on it because Thank you. White lady's Instagram was what my brain was trying to say, but my mouth didn't. She's on Instagram it. right now looking it up. She's <laughs> well, well. <laughs> I think I even have a photo. But... Oh, I know. They're okay, so adorable. I'm with those. Anybody can love those. Wow, but this is that's very, an obsession. A little this bit, is yeah. very pumpkin spice, you know. That's extremely fucking pumpkin spice. I love them. <laughs> I love birds, just to begin with. And when they started coming out with them, I just thought that they were the cutest fucking things and I just had to have them and I absolutely They're love them cute. I They're make cute. little like sets you know with them and stuff like that and yeah I fucking love those things I had a conversation earlier today with somebody who said I fucking hate birds <laughs> <laughs> it's the universe balancing itself out he said my mother hated birds <laughs> come from a family who hates birds <laughs> So get your little rat ass out of here. I was like, oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> that bitch. Like, my preferred. You know, at this point, <laughs> go ahead and just. <laughs> yeah, but we're all I'm turning around to, to whatever. Us. That's the mm-hmm. problem. We're all that bitches in our Very Venn diagram so. of people. Very much so. <laughs> so I'm so happy they overlap. So what's the future? Um, man, I want my comedy to be what sustains me. So I'm really trying to put effort into doing it. But I am my own biggest roadblock. Like I will hinder my own shit all the time. Again, welcome. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to get more intentional and um, um, consistent with my comedy shit so I'm taking everything that's being offered to me I just took a $20 gig for like Johnson City or some shit just because it's a stage yeah where are you going I forget I'm taking uh, Jonesboro Jonesboro yeah okay. yeah yeah you know what I'm talking about yes definitely um if they like you I don't know I got 20 bucks and then they tipped me as okay. well yeah. So, you know, it was nice and they're very cool and they feed you when oh, you're yeah. there. And the food is very good. The uh setup is cool. It's a hemp dispensary yeah, in the back. Yeah, I can also get a pre-roll. And yes, <laughs> and their front is like um dining kind of area and they also have uh I don't know. I think they may have some kombucha as well but they have like teas and then an energy tea Mm -hmm. that they make uh so that's cool and um uh i don't think it's alcoholic but i wasn't paying attention because i wasn't drinking so do you frequent frog juice quite a bit i fuck with frog butchery i fuck with the butchery yeah and my friend leslie is the one who's the gm and i did meet um frog frog yeah like you can't forget the name 
I'm <laughs> saying I did. I know. And yet I blanked on. We had a show there and it yes. was, I thought it was a great show, even though four people showed up, but it was for charity. Everybody hey, had already bought their tickets. <gasps> oh, did you were there at that show? Are you talking about the dance off? No. no, I'm talking about the Salome show that we had uh, oh, for show. for Mountain uh, Access. Ex- for yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Fuck with them too. Yeah, Shout we fuck with a lot of same people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those my fam, but my like really close. Um, we all did mutual aid together, like during the pandemic. You know, it was us uh, like Knoxville's Black Mama's bailout. Um, when it was Mount Access Brigade or Abortion Doulas or whatever, um, when it was Abortion Doulas. Uh, East Tennessee Harm Reduction, First Day Collective Knox. Um, yeah, we all threw down together trying to keep our people safe, you know? So we're, start, mm-hmm. we're about to start a charity. We're trying to anyway. I really don't want to go through all the paperwork. I just want to. We got to. I just want to. I just want to have fundraisers and give shit away. Yeah, you know. Yeah, what is it going to be for? Uh, what we want to do <laughs> is, uh, I want to give grants to women over forty in crisis, and uh, we're going to call it um, the Morning Cloak Project. And the Morning Cloak is a butterfly, and we both love butterflies. So there's a woman named Hannah Humphreys who just had her first fundraiser mm-hmm. for a place called Nets Nest, and it's a women's domestic violence shelter she's trying to um, open up. So maybe if you don't want to do your own thing, you can partner with her because it's brand new. Yeah, like if she's already got the paperwork done, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm down. Um, I wanted to do it with Knox Pride as a part, but and get under that kind of umbrella but it's a totally different kind of scene mm-hmm. there What's her name again net n-e-t apostrophe s ness that's a cute name yeah her mother's name was net nanette i believe it was oh. and um she was she came to um enter part or what do you call it like not domestic violence but inter partnership whatever like he killed her when um hannah was in fifth grade yeah well then i yes i definitely need to talk to her my mother was uh an abused wife um several times over yeah my mother was in um abusive relationships it was like kind of reciprocal like they would beat each other's ass and then my sister's um oldest daughter's father they were in a relationship like that and they are the ones that actually told me that i never want to be in that because i always had my nails done right Mm -hmm. and we shared a duplex we shared a wall um like for our duplexes so i heard them fighting so i ran over because they were always fighting and he had my sister down on the couch like choking her out and she's like swinging up like hitting him in his face and I go to like break him up but he like pushes me or whatever and I ended up breaking my nail and 
I was mad as hell because I'm like, y'all ain't going to pay for this, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, but y'all going to be fighting like tomorrow or whatever. Um, but when I turn, when I, like I'm looking down at my nail, like it's bleeding and I turn and I look back and my, I see my sister swing and hit him again and knocked his tooth out and it fell in her mouth. Yeah. And she swallowed that bitch. <laughs> and I was like, this is what y'all do. This is what y'all do. Y'all do this shit like multiple times a week. Like this is not healthy. This is not well. No, this ain't what love is. Like, <laughs> and I told myself oh, if I was ever in a relationship where I could not just talk to my partner, that's not where I wanted to be. My ex, my youngest son's dad, was the closest I ever got to be in in a um, domestic, like physically violent relationship. But it was definitely me. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, like, I ain't never want to hurt that boy. He was small. He was like five, six, but he would do shit like he was six, four. Yeah. You know, and he'd mm-hmm. forget like a chihuahua. He would forget how small he was. And mm-hmm. like one day he got mad at me because um, I was watching like BET Awards or whatever. And he didn't want me to watch the TV for whatever reason. He was just like trying to be controlling like that. So I turned it all the way up. <laughs> and he like came over or whatever and he tried to like take it out of my hand take the remote out of my hand so we start tussling or whatever end up on the ground and he ends up on his hands and knees and i'm behind him and i have my arms around his waist and i was like you done <laughs> you done <laughs> and he kept going <gasps> like <laughs> flex me off of him and I was like this is stupid look at us see look at us it's wild young love it's crazy but how I ended up in Knoxville (laughs) and I'll leave y'all with this but um, he we had stopped being an active couple but we living together and we have a baby by this point like my youngest son the one who got the girlfriend now <laughs> um but we he was working for loomis which was like brinks you know money transport mm-hmm. services or whatever but <laughs> i work for loomis <laughs> yeah, okay okay he got fired because he lost a bag of nickel <laughs> um right after i moved here or whatever and i was like how you lose what a bag of that? nickel uh 2010 in Little Rock, Arkansas, or Little Rock to Memphis, I guess the reserve. Oh, in Memphis. well, mine was here in okay. Knoxville. So, but well, he's at. <laughs> okay, so this you can tell me how valid I am in this. It's seven forty something at night, right? Mm-hmm. He gets a phone call. He's in the bathroom, but his phone is on the bed. Yeah. Guess who's calling him? The bank. Not Regents. Not, not First Tennessee the bank the fed t h e b a n k that's what it said on his phone mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me now oh you've heard the joke before that i told about like um me and my ex got into it over hamburger because he thought Maybe that hamburger yes. was made yes. from pig yes. because it's called hamburger same motherfucker <laughs> same motherfucker so I asked him I said why is the bank calling you at 730 at night and he was like that ain't none of your motherfucking business bitch bitch (laughs) okay now by this point like we like I said we had split up but we still living together raising the kids or whatever so but I'm like 
you ain't gonna disrespect me in my house like having a motherfucker call you or whatever and you supposed to be taking care of like your son right now all this shit you ain't even doing that you sitting on the bed eating noodles in your boxers so it, we didn't even get into how awful his family was but he wasn't raised right i thought i wasn't raised right he wasn't raised right um but he has on just boxers and he's eating a bowl of ramen noodles because i had stopped cooking for him the way he would eat them though was he would like lift them up on the fork let them drip a little bit wrap them around a little bit just so they wouldn't fall off and then hold them up over his head and then drop them into his mouth with every bite that is how he ate ramen noodles why i don't know okay he wasn't raised right so he called me a bitch that's almost like a sitcom kind of <laughs> secondary character you would not believe the shit i went through with this man and his family it there definitely has to be a um, he's just the quirky guy that sits in the back eating noodles man. so um, he called me a bitch i heard my feelings That's, so yeah i walked past yeah. him and when he's up here like mid-drop i tipped the noodles on his dick grandma babies <laughs> walked out the house <laughs> fuck you and i called my friend who lived it was hot and it it, it was steaming it was steaming oh he called the police on me and everything and i told him the next day because my best friend had got me a greyhound ticket to come to knoxville we was just supposed to be down here for two weeks to figure out what the fuck we was gonna do because i couldn't go back to cincinnati because my mama had called the police on me in cincinnati to you know send me to jail and then this motherfucker called the police on me and uh little rock and i was like y'all don't care for my safety and then my friend was like well bitch you did pour hot noodles on the motherfucker like you know like you he spilled that on like, himself i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> right? <laughs> say i can say that i poured noodles on that mo- no <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but I've been houseless so much that I always, I never traveled without my important documents. So me and my kids had our birth certificates, our social security cards, and two weeks worth of clothing when we came down in 2010, August of 2010. And we've been here ever since. You like it? I love it. I bought a house, man. I put down roots. It's the only place that I've ever felt like home. Knoxville has been the only place I've ever felt safe. And I'm 37 now. Like, you know, like, so... That breaks my heart, but you know, but it gives me joy too. Yeah, because you're awesome and you built such an amazing community. What breaks community. your heart? That she, that's the only time she's felt safe. Yeah, yeah. But now <laughs> the thingy on but, it, I knocked it off. But now yeah, you're but here. It's fine. Okay, it's not. <laughs> And now you're here and you're moving forward and you bought a house. And I bought a house. I'm a first generation homeowner. Okay, so where can people find you? You can find me on Beyonce's internet by my name. B-R-A-N-D-I-A-U-G-U-S-T-U-S. I am the only one. So anything that pops up to me, I go on viral on TikTok. You can go and watch those. Yeah, I'm on um, Instagram, Twitter. On Twitter, it's still um, underscore at iBrandy because Brandy Augustus is taken by some spam account. Apparently, um, sucks, but whatever. But everything else is Brandy Augustus. What about you, Chickadee? What you got coming up? Oh, I've got a little traveling that I'm going to be doing, but right now I'm dealing with family things, so I'm not going to, you know. Yeah. I'm just working hard. That's what I'm going to say right now. <laughs> but you can find me <laughs> at Gavin Gale Time, you know, on the Instagrams and the the ticky talkies. 
Yeah, and we're going to be recording something fun soon. Going oh, live. we're going live. We're going live tonight right. on the TikTok. We going live. Live. We're doing it. Doing oh, gosh. We are doing it live. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and I am Braddy Von Beaverhausen on Instagram and Bruce Tonsils on TikTok and Fet Life. Oh, we advertising our Fet Life? No. Nah. I mean, I do. She does. I don't care. She, yeah. I've been out for a long, long time. I might be friends with Bruce Tonsils on Fat Oh, thing. You should be friends with No, her. I, I'm it's, just waiting It's on the stimulating reply. content. Word. <laughs> Titillating. She does have a lot on there. I have a Fat Life too. I should take I it off, though, in to in be forever. honest. It's already on there, though, so, you know. Where? And these videos are like, and the good pictures, everything's oh. like 10 years old when I really, really looked good. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just, oh. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, the guy that got me into Fat Life was a dick. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> he listens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He might. Uh, we have a lot more. Brady, it's been that fun. Will you come back? Because I, I feel like we did not get to talk. Yeah, about we didn't half. even scratch the oh, surface no. of yeah. how amazing she is and her life and stuff. No. That she I can does. already tell. It's a lot. We, but go support. Anytime you see uh, anything with comedy, it's Brandy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, support everything that she's doing. Yeah, go yep. to her link tree. Yeah, go to her link tree. Yep. And you, if you're a local, come and see me every third Tuesday at the Corner Lounge for yeah. the um, new material mic there. And then every fourth Wednesday of the month I host Poe Boys and Poets with Black Atticus at the Butchery. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to start doing some things there too. I yeah, really like it's it. It's a very cool spot. It's nice little intimate place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very much. I just well, wish yeah, it wasn't so far for me to drive. I know. <laughs> yeah. The older you get, the more your uh, your radius shrinks there, and you don't want to go too far Mm-mm. for too long. Mm-mm. You want to be at home. That's why I'm so happy. Like I live on the east side now because mm. Pal ain't really big. Ain't a lot in that Pal radius. Mm. Oh, they're know, getting like, uh, they're oh, getting there. Oh man, I drove down Clinton Highway the other day. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like a We're little like, Sevierville over here. Some. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You, you know what I mean? I do exactly. <laughs> We're getting to Michaels, and I wonder if Hobby Lobby's scared. Maybe. No, Jesus but on his side. Well, he sold it. Jesus sold it? <laughs> <laughs> the, dude, the owner, the CEO, or the owner yeah. sold it oh. to who? I don't know. but Oh, I hope he sold it to an atheist. Balance some shit out. <laughs> You know, we need to open on Sundays. I'm just saying. I don't know. I like the fact that they're closed on Sundays. Michael's will make yeah. thing. Well, Hobby Lobby was a, a old divorcee's, you know, dream job. I mean, oh. you know, they paid a pretty decent wage. They, you didn't need to worry about birth control. <laughs> you know, though I mean, it's at, a midlife okay. crisis divorce. So sometimes dream I job. do have to go to Hobby Lobby because 
sometimes you just have to because you get that forty no, percent discount. They don't do oh, that man. anymore. What? Well, no when you work do. for oh. them, because sometimes it's what, a crystal that needs to match something else that you've bought, and they're the only place that has it. True. So go yeah. in there, and I always peruse their clearance because you really never know what you got going on there. And there were some employees in the aisle behind me and they're all like doing shit and talking and stuff like that well the one guy turns around and uh calls the girl a cow <laughs> i'm leaving a google review i am leaving a google review <laughs> and then the other but not in so many words and i cannot remember the language that he used but the other dude i guess there was three of them he goes did you just call her a cow did he call her a heifer Maybe she say move heifer or something Maybe. like that. I don't. I don't know if it was heifer because people do that. Like, what else? Could our it rednecks be? call each other heifers. I don't know. I don't remember. I had Charlotte with me, so I'm, you know, I'm yeah. trying to make sure nobody kidnaps her. She's really yeah, cute. She is. Yeah, <laughs> adorable. Damn. Like, <laughs> Like she's on the lookout for she's like really cute like, and yeah. she yeah, has no fear out for like, all kinds of stuff and she people loves people yeah 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 no you really do got to protect her at all costs yeah you do you do and but you don't want to squash that you don't no. that's why you protect her yes. yeah yeah I get yeah. it I get it yeah yeah especially it's when cool, old though. old white men try to touch her hair in the oh, grocery yeah, store that, no. I used to mm-hmm. um work for the Cincinnati Recreation Commission doing um, summer day camp or after school care and we had this old black man that worked with us and I hated him and I did not know why I hated him and I know like it kind of stemmed from trauma but also I feel like I'm intuitive about people sometimes and we were in line for lunch one day and so I was actually at the table and I was sitting across from one of the older little girls there and she was like maybe 12 and he walked past her and blew her hair mm. while he was in line and i'm like that made me uncomfortable i said are you okay she was like he does it to me all the time he was fired like that like he didn't couldn't yeah. even finish lunch because i'm like you don't why are you touching mm-hmm. children in this all the time all and the time and he was like why are you blowing 45 46 yeah mm-hmm. Mm. But like made her hair like flitter or whatever by her ear and I'm like no that's some damn Lolita um bullshit right there man I'm like I'm men are predators yes yeah. <laughs> agree 100%. You know, he's gotten away with it for so long. And yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, and is that why you're like almost like mid century ass is doing day camp for up to middle schoolers? Like, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like third to um, eighth grade. Yeah, that's weird. I was do- I just gotten out of high school. I'm like these damn near my peers, like you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, really? Oh man. So fuck him too. That's he been listens. a thing. That's <laughs> been a thing forever, and they're gross. And 
you know. See, and that's why I don't like that. Like, <laughs> they can be attached to anybody, you know? Yeah. God. Well, I mean, I'm selective about my dick. You should be. Yeah. As you should be. Yeah. Yeah, for real. If you're selective about your dick, email us. GabinGirlTime at gmail.com. We'll send you a sticker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll send you a sticker. We'd love to send you a sticker. Yeah. All right. Let's go celebrate my birthday. Yeah. Uh, to our listeners, where would we be without you? Oh, gosh. Talking to ourselves. Yes. <laughs> We'd still be talking. <laughs> but... Maybe you are our 104th episode. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Woo! Now you got goals. You got two in the pocket right now. Two in the pocket. There you yeah. go. All right. We got and time that's to our catch anniversary up. <laughs> time as well. We oh, celebrate yeah. Where is your podcast at? And what's it called specifically? Yes. Brandy plus sign friends. Brandy and friends. Okay. Um, and it is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, yeah, I'm gonna oh, go follow cool, it yeah. right now. This too, yeah, let's follow. Yeah, you may you follow, follow too. Already. Listening to this, we might. Yeah, we'll promote yours if you promote ours. Oh, for sure. Well, this was fun. Oh, thanks. It was fun. Yeah, I'm very excited that you came over. We gotta get in bro mode though. No, yeah. I gotta pee with yeah. before I go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we gotta finish. We gotta finish. We gotta finish. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> you can sing with us? Yeah. What are we singing? It's the same as it's the, the first. Same. The first. It's pretty easy to pick up, we think. Yeah. yeah. We thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. That wasn't me. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> the rage. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've raged so, so much. You can do either. Uh. <laughs>